turn to page 394. Welcome to Wither Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are wrapping up Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, Professor, we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us and use the hashtag wizard team to follow along. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? We are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, etc. Illustrating um, life at Hogwarts for black people and black wizards and witches and warlocks and sorcerers and things. Um, if you would like to submit, you can check out the website for guidelines. What's the difference between a warlock and a sorcerer and a wizard I have no witch? idea. I don't even know. And a mage. And a mage. I don't know. <laughs> Neither do I. Something to think about. <laughs> love our blog, love wizard team, have a few extra galleons lying around. Please consider becoming a patron. Starting with the Goblet of Fire, which is next week, guys. Mm-hmm. My next goodness. Week. I have to be... Re- I have to... Okay. Um, <laughs> we will be video recording the Wither Team episodes, and patrons will have access to those videos. So when I say, oh my god, you have to see the look on Bayana's face right now, you can actually see the look on Bayana's face right now, which is mm-hmm. usually like this childish enjoyment and giddiness or this like look of utter horror at something that I said. Um, so if you check the link at, on our website, um, blackgirlsnerdout.com slash donate or go to our patron page, Patreon slash black girls nerd out. You can see all of the tiers, um, and what you can donate to have access to those videos. Um, if you all want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, please rate and review us on iTunes. Um, if there is a rate and review on Google Play, on Stitcher, please do that as well. Uh, usually the higher rated, the more people can see it and find us and then maybe they want to support us and they just don't know it yet. Do you see how this works, guys? It's just all of us in this thing together trying to make it sustainable. Let's do this as a team. Um, also subscribe to our newsletter. Most weeks we share nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. Um, you can go to blackgirlsnerdout.com to do so. And as always, as always, follow us on Twitter at We Black and Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Black Girls Nerd Out. Uh, join our Wizard Team Facebook group. If you search hashtag Wizard Team, it's a closed group, but everyone... Gets invited. I mean, if you ask to get invited, you get invited. Um, and then if you get froggy, you, you get benched or cut from the team, actually, as we like to say. But no one's been froggy. It's a great group. Everyone's really supportive and writes pretty cool things. And everyone's awesome. And we talk about 
all sorts of loveliness. So, Potter fandom news. Um, okay, so not a bunch, but uh, J.K. Rowling has confirmed that there will be five Fantastic Beasts movies. Um, why? Not quite sure why there needs to be five, but we haven't even seen the first one yet, so maybe we'll see the first one and be like, oh yeah, this needs four sequels. Um, <laughs> we shall see. It's true. It's a whole... Um, they did a Fantastic Beast live chat with uh, Joe on Twitter last week. I think it was Facebook. Face- like Facebook Live or something, oh, okay. but they were live tweeting it. Ah, uh, because I don't go on Facebook, yeah. so that makes sense. Same. <laughs> For reasons that have been made clear yeah. in the past few days. Yes. Um, so she was answering a lot of questions. Um, this was the biggest bombshell that came out of that for sure five mm-hmm. books she said they were mapping it out and it seems certain and it seemed at a certain time it became certain that it needed five films um not books films sorry i again we haven't seen the first one um so who knows i just feel a little bit worried because of how closely tied they're making these completely unrelated movies to the harry potter series so I'm really worried that like, oh, that it's 1920s and then the, by the end of it, it's the 1950s and we get Grendelwald. Yeah. <laughs> the rise the of rise. Grendel. I mean, that's interesting, but it's not fantastic. No. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm similarly worried. Also, just like for like, I know myself, um, I tend to, and it's like something I'm kind of dealing with right now, like sometimes when I think of story ideas, I tend to like get ahead of myself, you know what I mean? Like, I map it out and then it's like, this is an epic thing, it's gonna take like nine books or some shit that's like really extra and doesn't actually need that. Um, So, I mean, you originally say three and then it's five, I mean, okay, cool, but like, I hope it's not, I think Connie mentioned it too, like The Hobbit, where... Um, the last movie of that trilogy that didn't need to be a trilogy, that whole movie, one, was just, like, all CGI, so that was weird. But then also, like, you could tell that they just added some shit that didn't need to be added. Even if you hadn't read the book, you could tell that it was just, like, it wasn't as fleshed out. It wasn't as, like, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... And in which case I say I'm a little (laughs) bit less on the Hobbit train because there was, like, you look at the Hobbit source material and you're like come on man this don't need no three books (laughs) this don't i mean three movies this don't need no three movies it really didn't need this doesn't have that so you know maybe she's going around and like maybe newt's gonna be in the u.s and then he's gonna be in um brazil and we get to see the which See, and I don't wish that treatment on any other country, and but that's the other issue right? that's like might be un, like just not a good idea. Just From go her track Britain. record, yes. Um, just go back to Britain and it'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be good. You could even go to like, just go back to Europe. Like, go to France. You already talked about Bo Battens, whatever. Y'all could have whatever. Just like, stick don't, to Europe. Don't. Stick, Leave stick us to alone. what you know, please. Especially like Brazil, which has quite the history and still has a lot of things going on mm-hmm. and there is also this confusion that because oh they're brazilian that they they don't have race racial issues and they definitely do um 
Didn't they have the largest number of enslaved people? Like, yeah. Yeah, in the world at one point. So I just feel like we can't skip that. It's also like, a very segregated country to this day. Um, yeah, exactly. I just, I am skeptical about how this is going to happen. Um, primarily because it seems like she's branching into other cultures and worlds. If she were to just stay within the culture that she knew, even if you go back in time, that's something, it's different. It's a different, like, time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, that you could explore. Um, so, or take or um, take the time to learn and mm-hmm. fully understand and don't Wikipedia and then ignore the things that are uncomfortable. Yeah. Also, this reminds me so. that if you are in the LA area, we will be talking about all of this stuff, or I will be. Oh, yeah. um, Diana's got to work and she's in Chicago now. Her problem, if she never left me, she would be there too. I would just, I would be broke and probably couldn't go. Um, yeah. Or I'd be in another job there where I couldn't go. So. Whatever. Um, I will be at LeakyCon. There will be a ton of people at LeakyCon. LeakyCon is, was at one point, um, the biggest Harry Potter convention um, that I had always wanted to go to. And then they stopped it for a while. And now it's back. And not only is it back, it's back and it's in Los Angeles. So I'm going to my first LeakyCon. I'm very excited. I have four programs because I was like all of the things um possibly five now because I might be on a cursed child panel I think that is definitely happening so um yeah there will be a lot of this kinds of discussions and I will if you can't come I will live tweet and you know give you try to give a good view of what the conversations are but I, I have no doubt that this is going to be a huge topic of conversation because she just can't get out of her own way. It's nope. so sad. To, would you have ever thought that Joe would announce that she is writing five movies and our reaction would be, ooh. <laughs> right? Right? Like, I low-key want to go back. Like, at some point, I'm going to go back to, like, when we first started this podcast and, like, hearing about, like, about the Cursed Child coming out and, like, the first Fantastic Beasts trailer and us being super excited and, like, this is so Just great. childhood like, joy. oh, you sweet summer child. Like, what? Because... <laughs> what you did yo, not expect. It, I didn't... I, like, just a year ago, did not expect to be sitting here, like, okay, then? Like, is this a good idea? I'm not really I'm sure. I'm not sure. Um, you... And, Again, guys, uh, this is my own thing, but I am a community, I'm a professional community manager, and I feel like not just for my own personal career, but for the good of the world, I need to be Pottermore's official community manager. I need to be in the room where it happens. Someone needs to be in the room where it happens so they can say, um, well, if you go and look at what's happening in the fandom right now, this don't seem like a good idea. No. Are you sure? Have you thought this through? You gonna piss a lot of people off. Just. Like, how do you do that? How do you go from creating this story that's, like, so, like, 
inclusive and like speaks to so many different people of so many different backgrounds and like countries and who speak different languages and all this kind of stuff and then you're like okay great i'm gonna give them more stuff because they loved it so much let's alienate all of them how it's because when she started she wrote from a position of what she knew and it's very easy to relate to realism and realistic Mm -hmm. stories even if they're not set in your country even if people don't really look like you, hello, Black Hermione, the whole Luke Cage of, like, Luke Cage shut down Netflix, and Black people are 12% of the U.S. population, so we didn't do that on yeah. our own. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> And not all 12% of Black folk have Netflix. Watched it. Or have access to yeah, Netflix. Or even saw it. Or saw it. Like, yeah. Because yeah. I know one person who's watching it right now because I would not shut up about wa- mm-hmm. them watching it. So they late. Um, anyway. But that story was a great, well-told story with realistic people. Like, the women in Luke Cage were realistic. So you know a Claire Temple or you can, or you are a Claire Temple. The same way it's like, mm-hmm. you know, a Luna Lovegood, even if they don't do magic or their magic is just, this, you know, a little less, whatever. I'm working on it, guys. Okay. I got Luna's wand. So my Patronus is a few days away. I'm just saying. Okay. The point, the point is <laughs> when you write realistic, even in the fantasy world, when you write what you know and you don't, and you research and you write complex characters, people, like, we're all human, so we relate to that. When you get lazy and think, oh, I can just slap some color on this person. Or do, like, or try to replicate what I did last time, but not it's not the, the same. same you put it in a different place, there's, there's a different context. Um... Yeah, I... I'm still stuck on Serafina Pickery, who must be the baddest bitch. I mean, she obviously was. Somehow, right. Obviously, because she just single-handedly just, like, stepped over every fucking glass ceiling. Look at Hillary Clinton right now. Look at the bullshit that woman is going through in 2016. And she is a white lady. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A privileged white lady. (laughs) But this... Night in 1920, this woman from Savannah, this black woman from Savannah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I just saw this thing on Shirley Chisholm. Super bright, smartest witch of her age. In the 70s, couldn't get nothing. <laughs> like, but this black woman from night Savannah, from Savannah Georgia, Georgia in 1920. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. No, she was born in the late 1800s, right? so... Okay. It's just, <laughs> I don't... I don't believe it. I'm it's, sorry. I just, there's so many holes because it's not it's believable. It's not believable. Okay, let's not get into this because we have bonus episodes where we will speak on Yes. That. And we have to wrap up Prisoner of Azkaban, She guys. gets to bust out her spreadsheet! Is the spreadsheet open? I'm really excited about that. Is the spreadsheet that. ready? Um, it is. It's on a different tab, but I do Are you ready? Um, Are you... But we'll, we'll do that. We'll do it in the back. I know, but though. I'm just... I'm ready, though. That was, like, the first thing I pulled up. I was like, oh, I'm going to need this. <laughs> <laughs> I will need this. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, but we'll do that a little bit later. Um, <laughs> so I was thinking we should kind of just go like semi in order. Yeah. Um, just go through it. Because yeah, I wouldn't um, just say though off top, like that was a. I don't remember. I every time I watch them, I guess it's like shocking to me. That was a tight two hours. They were like, it went really. Fast. We're getting in and we're and getting I feel like out. We say this every time. <laughs> Um, and I'm sure it's because of like the way that we're, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's the way that we're coming at it where we've been like reading this book for months and like really diving deep (laughs) into the chapters. Um, so like watching the movie makes it seem like y'all just skirted over everything. Y'all just like, all right, we, we got to get through it. Get three, three little, three little, (laughs) a line per chapter to get this moving. (laughs) And then we just keep, keep going. It was, it was like weird. Um, and I wonder if I'll ever watch these movies the same again after we do this. I feel like the whole experience, because it does move yeah. so fast and we have gone, like, we're, like, all under the... <laughs> we got the, the text, yeah. we got the subtext, and then we got that deep dive. <laughs> yeah. We're doing a lot, and I feel like it's going to change us forever. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, so that part was, re- like, just... It okay, opened one, I just feel like we should acknowledge... With Marge. Um... You like said what? Oh, yeah, we opened with Mark. But first, real oh. quick, before that, we tweeted about it. Like, a bunch of people mentioned it during the live tweet. But, like, so this opening scene makes no fucking sense. And it never has. And it always made me mad. Even when I first saw the movie, I was like, but why is he using magic at the... He doesn't... He can't find a flashlight in number four privilege. He has a flashlight in the book. He has one. Exactly. So I'm like, why is he using magic? The, sa- the Statute of that Secrecy, since these movies came out, since these ahistorical reenactments have started coming out, they have just shat on the International Statute of Secrecy. They give no fucks. Yo, they don't care. None. Like, not at all. <laughs> they are like... like oh, he has to do his homework. All right, Lumos Maxima. That's a good Maxima, spell. Maxima, um, too! The fact that he can't use magic outside of school. Also... Like, how he never says knocks, right? So, how how bad is his spell work that he can't hold a Lumos <laughs> for <laughs> more than a second? And he's still talking about Lumos Maxima. Maxima. Like, you know, you just hit a Lumos, you just you use just that as like, a flashlight. You over here trying to make a whole life. Just turn your light on. At, at that this point, point, right? Like, you trying to you not know? get caught by Vernon, but you got the whole room just shining. Max? The whole house. The whole house. Whole street, all the private drive is like, what in like, the world? Where is this light coming from? <laughs> it's the opposite of a blackout. He's in Hogwarts later, and it's just like Lumos walking through them enchanted, right, and it's cool, enchanted and haunted halls. But at private drive, mm-hmm. Lumos Maxima, Lumos mm-hmm. Maxima, like boy, if you don't cut. Like, I get it, because they're trying to show, like, we're getting to the magic, and he can do magic. Harry Potter's, that was their, Harry Potter's not an ordinary boy. It really um, was. But it made no sense, and there was no reason for it. I, yeah. Um, but then, you get, we go straight into Also, Marge. though, you get Harry Potter is not an ordinary boy. Like, you, in f- five seconds, because Marge mm-hmm. is right there so yeah. he lumos maximus himself to death no letter from uh the ministry that's fine and no birthday cards. no birthday cards too. N- nothing um and then he wakes up the next day i presume and vernon's bringing marge into the house 
Yeah. And Marge, yeah. talk um, about someone with no home training. Like, she's off top. Like, in the book, off top, she's crazy. Like, she's rude and crazy. But but it takes but some time. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's been, been a week. It's been like, like, a week of, like, of microaggressions before the aggression that. aggression. Exactly. Versus, like. She is just, like. This one is, like. She kick in the dinner. door and say, your mama ain't shit. Your daddy ain't shit. You ain't shit. <laughs> Your owl is stupid. You ain't never gonna be shit. (laughs) Just damn. Carrie's like, alright, fam. Like, immediately gets mad. Um, Yeah, it just, and it felt like, I think I tweeted this too, like, it felt like, you know, previously on Harry Potter. It's just like, Marge comes, she says some farty ass shit, Harry floats her away, and then he, and then now let's get started with the actual movie. Um, So, yeah. When Harry floats, Floats her away, too. Let's just talk about this. So, Marge comes. They have dinner. Like, there is no, like, transition. Like, there there is no, no, like, Mm -hmm. it's just, like, Marge is here. You, boy, put my stuff upstairs. Then straight into dinner. I want more brandy. I got a firm grip. Let my dog slip out of my brandy cup and whatever. Yeah, it's like it took the, it's, it's, the movie basically takes, like, the top, like, quotes from the mm -hmm. book. And just, like, strings it together together. through that. You know what I mean? So she said all of, like, the main things that she said in the book. But, like, it skipped all this context and, like, all these under, like, undercurrents, kind of. And Um, this, like, build, this, like... Which is, like, a similar thing that happens later in the Shrieking Shack. Yeah. Um, I feel like those two scenes are, like, the main main ones where that happens. Where it's, like, take, like, the, the gist of it. And you throw a few quotes in there from the book, and then you just string it together, and it's like that's what. And it I also is, think like all really caps quickly. Harry has all is all always a problem. Like he's just that is who he is. But in doing that in the movies, you get you don't get this like build up this like silent seething mm-hmm. that then makes all caps Harry blow up. Right? He like takes it in, he holds it in, he tries, he tries. He tries, and then he's like, fuck you and your mama. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like this, like, (laughs) slow build to, like, a volcano eruption, right? Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. in in the Marge thing, you know, she's there a week, and she's doing this for a week, and then he has that moment at dinner where he's like, enough. Um, Same, not, I mean, he's kind of all caps from the jump, in the Shrieking Shack, but, like, his best friend just got dragged by a dog, and there's, like, a cat thing, there's a lot going on, so, I mean, like, you can kind of give him a pass there, but, um, yeah, I definitely think in the Marge scene, like, and I think this also kind of goes back to, like, opening with him doing magic, because he goes and grabs his stuff, and he comes wand out, like, test me, bitch. Mm-hmm. And then Vernon's like, you're not allowed to do magic outside of school. Well, well, he was just... At this point... Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was just Lumos Maxima all over... <laughs> all over the place. He's just up, like, it's over. Doing magic outside of school, that's yeah, just Yeah, your sister's floating around like a hot air balloon. I've been using magic instead of a flashlight, like... Right. At this... They ain't coming for me yet. Yeah, they ain't coming for me. Or... Like, they gonna come and I'm gonna pull a Peter Pettigrew and just go big. 
<laughs> blow everybody up. Right. And so that's the other thing is like there's no you don't really get like the like Harry's fear once he runs yeah. away. You he's know what just, I mean? He don't, you don't really get the like oh shit where I'm gonna go. He just like sits on the curb and is like kind of chilling. Yeah, he's just bit. angry and defiant, which he is in the book. But as soon as but he slams the door, seems... not even before then, really. No, it's like it's like he slams the door. He starts walking, and then once Walk, he like he's walks like, off the anger, he's oh, like, oh fuck, yeah, I got nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, and then you don't. Hedwig's not here. Although I think Hedwig might. Yeah, Hedwig's not here. Yep. So I can't contact anybody. Um, hmm. I didn't think Ron this can't through. Use a telephone. A felly tone. I don't think he probably. A felly tone, my bad. <laughs> um, yeah, he needs to go ahead, find him a payphone, and hit up Hermione. Right. I don't even know where Hermione lives. Right. She's probably on the other side of the country. <laughs> that is not funny. I like that you he laugh. Stuck, that the only person that he can call who could remotely help him may be hundreds of miles away. Mm-hmm. That's like if I ran away. Oh, I did do that once. I did. I ran away when I lived in Anaheim. And I hoped that my grandfather would come and get me. Meanwhile, my grandfather was in San Diego. So that would have at least been a three-hour drive. <laughs> yeah. But who else going to come? Head, that was what was going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have no family in Anaheim. <laughs> Lucky for me, yeah. I wasn't allowed to cross the street. My parents came home. We started it out. But for Harry, he, yeah, so he just like, sits down and is still seething and then here comes Sirius smiling at him no that's not what that was he's there's a difference between a dog just sitting there like one yeah there's a difference between a dog just sitting there and like looking Mm -hmm. at you um, even if he bares his teeth you could be like alright yeah he could be smiling nah this motherfucker barked growled and then barked like why would why would Sirius do that maybe because he was like like, I get it it makes it it's like oh no it's so scary it's this dog that's like in the bushes but like if you read it in the um I mean you read it in the book and it's like there's this dog in the bushes that was creepy enough why is it staring at me oh shit let me pull my wand out so I can make sure that it's not like oh like a pack of dogs and shit and then then the night bus comes cool but like a dog just comes out why like why would Sirius? Because he was do that? like, and then, why are you out here so late at night? Don't you know that there are dangerous, notorious mass murderers on the loose? No, he was scared, and in his scare and no. his like fear for his godson, Robin, you don't have to, Robin. You don't, you don't have to justify the writing of the movie because you love Sirius so much. This is just a poor depiction it's of Sirius. True. That's it. You don't have to. You don't have it's to. Claim true. It. They did Sirius dirty here. You can just. You can just. He yeah. is already not acknowledge that part. It's Sirius fine. already has impulse control issues, guys. You do not have to go go and add some shit that don't make yeah. sense. Come on, him being there is an impulse control <laughs> problem. Like, just leave it there. That's cool. Um, but then it also adds to like the grim stuff, which. I, um, you know, I, I mentioned, like, early on when we were reading this, like, that I don't really like the whole grim, like, subplot. Yeah. Um, and I actually think that the movie is a large part of that. 
Um, because of one person telling because, you it's like catching smoke? You, no, oh, okay. no, no, that's not why. Okay. That's not why. It's because they they started, so they started, like, it's just kind of weird. They, like, it's a little bit, too, it's more aggressive in the movie than it is in the books, I yeah. think. Um, and so, like, there's that part, like, when Ron almost, get, like, about is about to get drug under the tree by Sirius, and she, he's like, it's the Grim Dude, no. Yeah. Like, the whole point is that it's Harry who's been seeing, the, or who's been seeing the Grim and hasn't told anyone, or that, like... Also, um, there's no... Trelawney's like, I see the Grim, but it's like, no one else is, like, seeing random black dogs, like, look, it's the Grim! Like, that's not really what's happening, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, also, there's no, like, moment where you get a reassure. Like, I think Hermione kind of rolls her eyes, but there's not, like, that moment where McGonagall is like, y'all... I know we barely get McGee in this one. I would have loved you know to what see else? Maggie it Smith kind of hit that. I don't speak ill of my of other professors, <laughs> but, but. <laughs> I we but we actually did need that scene because it puts all of that stuff about the Grimm in context. It kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of Keep the Secrets, Cursed Child, where we have this rumor, and I keep waiting for someone to be like, "Nah, fam, like that's a dumbass rumor." Right, like because at first it's just like centered around these like. <laughs> kids he's like 13 i think they're like 13 at that point 13 to 14 and i just kept waiting for the adult to be like really y'all know this is some bullshit bullshit. (laughs) this is um what is like what are those like um i think we talked about it when we were talking about the grim the first time in the when you look in the mirror and bloody mary it's some bloody mary like nonsense Mm -hmm. right um Mm -hmm. and so because we didn't have an authority figure like McGee say, this is some bullshit. It just like continues on unchecked. Exactly. And I I mean, it's supposed to be adding to the whole like dark and like, like feel of this book. You know what I mean? Like this is kind of when they start, you know, they start trying to like mature it up a little bit, I guess. Um, So it like adds to the creepiness of the movie. Um, but I also just don't think it was necessary to do that. Yeah, and this is another thing, too, about... Well, I wish that I was, like, I could know more about what was in the script and then what was kind of added. Because Alfonso Cuaron is great at building a creepy kind of scene where everything looks kind of creepy and scary, but things aren't really what they seem like. That's his, Mm -hmm. like, wheelhouse. Like, he is so good at that. Like, he's the reason why they built the bridge um, that is not in the books, but it, like, really helps give this old um, gothic type of feel to the castle and Mm -hmm. things. And he is great at that on his own. So I'm wondering if a lot of the scrim Mm -hmm. stuff was in the script that he got. Um, and right. not something that, but maybe it's something that he like felt like he needed to add in. I'm not sure, but I do think, um, because of who your director is, you didn't need, you didn't, you didn't need, need it. it. You know what I mean? Like the tone was yeah. already like, it was already infused into the tone of the And the look and the, the feel of the movie um, was yeah, already darker and, so, and gray and, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was definitely unnecessary. I will say though. Um, the part that I don't even think I, I, maybe I blocked it out. I blacked out or I blocked it out of my memory or something until you and I started watching these together and you pointed it out was the grim in the cloud 
during the Quidditch match is mm-hmm. just like for why? And then Harry is just like floating, looking at it. Right. He sees it and he's like, oh shit. One, you see a grim in a cloud. That's just you with your overactive imagination right. and you gotta chill. Two, like why are movie you? wise, they could have just had the dog sitting on the top of the thing and Harry could have been like, why the fuck is there a dog? It's raining. It's all, I can barely yeah. see. You know what I mean? Like, the the whole, like, it's a trope, but like, the whole, like, this thing appears, this figure appears. Oh god, you take do a double take and it's gone. Like, that would have been really great. Yeah. Um, for that moment, rather than being on some like, oh, you see the, you actually see the, because that's actually the Grim, and Harry's not actually seeing the Grim in no. the story, so it doesn't make yeah. sense. Also, who the hell has time to be studying the clouds when they're playing Quidditch? Right. Like the other, that's like the one thing about it that like really takes me out of it too is like you were looking for the snitch you're not looking at like mm-hmm. oh that cloud looks like a grim like oh let me inter- like you what like you're not even harry is harry is so focused during quidditch matches he loves quidditch he is on that snitch hunt like from the time the whistle blows to the point where when there is a rogue bludger he is still like, I got this. It took him a minute. It took him a minute to figure out that that's what was happening. And then when he figured it out, he was it's like, cool. it's cool. I'm all right. I, got, I it. got it. Um, which is like, no, no, you don't. But still. <laughs> he, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't have it. Um, but so, so then that is just like one, it's okay. That's like you said, it's that then turns it into that's actually a grim and something that you should. Because the only person that sees. checked out. <laughs> yeah. The only person that sees like the. Um, Uh, what is that word? Symbolic Grim is Professor Trelawney. Mm-hmm. She's and most she's, just making and she's that make, shit up. Exactly. And she's a fraud. And what Harry is seeing throughout the thing is this black dog that he mm-hmm. then assumes means that he's seeing the Grim, but he's seeing a physical dog exactly. in places that a dog should not be. Because Sirius has impulse control issues. But his mm-hmm. path would... I'm curious how nobody else sees this random black dog walking around the Hogwarts grounds. That's just something I just realized, just from the book, too. Like, nobody else is like, y'all see that dog? It just And also, like, that's a big-ass dog. A big-ass Like, that's dog. like a mastiff or whatever. Walking across the grounds with Hermione's cat. Did nobody notice? Okay. <laughs> that's fine. That was one of the funniest lines, by the way. Um, like, one, Ron and Hermione's, Oh, like, and we don't get to see... in this... Um, Hermione choose Crookshanks either. It's just like they're there right. in There are a couple things about about um and I guess we can Yeah, there are a couple things and then um yeah. So where like one, the line where Hermione goes, Maybe you should learn to take better care or like watch out, you know, keep a better eye on your pets and then they literally pass by Crookshanks just like chilling on chillin'. in the opposite direction. Um so that was weird. Also, I feel like they didn't um one of the, the little fight between Ron and Hermione was super like it was more just they were bickering mm-hmm. and less like not real. They weren't real, they, but you know, it was tame. And, um, and it wasn't and this on the other hand, they didn't, tension throughout. It was this one yeah. fight and then this Scabbers is gone fight. And that was yeah. it. And then there's like the, um, and with Hermione, like the only way that they showed like her using the time turner was like, you were there, were you there? How many times did Ron go, was she there? She wasn't there before. How did she just get here? Did she just appear? Mm-hmm. Like how many times are you going to say that's the only way that they like yeah. 
like showed to us that something was going that something was like off with Hermione, but they didn't actually show like what was really the indicator, which was like she was exhausted and she's like overworking herself and she's doing too much and she's having a this break. also like, goes into the things. um like superhero Catnification of Hermione. Yeah, the Katnissification of Hermione. Which is like Katniss in Hunger Games has all of that stress, but she internalizes it and she shuts people out. Um, and she doesn't really break except for very different well, points. But that's her. Like But I also think that when I say the catnification of her, it's less about because I do think I mean this isn't the Hunger Games team well, or whatever, yeah. but like the Hunger uh, Games. The team. books do a very like Hunger Games is a very like good job of like developing Katniss's character mm-hmm. and like while that's her, you know, on the outside, that's what she is. Like she does have like deeper feeling, blah blah blah. What I'm thinking more is about like the trope yeah. of Katniss and especially how it's portrayed in the movies and then also I mean kind of the books too, but like just the strong, strong woman. woman. Yeah. Well, which is putting fine, it all on herself and all on her like, back and then just being able to go <laughs> and like kick ass yeah. or whatever. But it's like there are different ways to be a strong woman. Um, and Hermione is a different way of being a strong. Like it's not the yeah. same. So having her like just cool with like I I'm Which uh, is kind of like like I'm not phased at all by the fact that I've been time traveling for a year. Like I'm not tired. I'm cool. Like I still got my wits about me. I'm still, um, but also like, like I'm, I'm just throw Harry under this. Yeah. Tree. That's what I'm saying. Like it was and also right, like, it wasn't just like this mental toughness. Uh, and this is also kind of funny to think about because Katniss didn't exist when this movie came out. Um, exactly. so yeah, it is like, it is the trope of, um, that strong woman, but it's not only this mental toughness that they portray Hermione ass. And this is like another thing that makes me, upset about like the power of like visual storytelling over the books just because it reaches more people if you see them like no matter what like you can see a movie five times in the span that it would take you to like read a book twice or whatever you know what Mm -hmm. I mean it's just it's quicker and whatever so those kind of traits live on in like the cultural zeitgeist and they're much stronger than the actual book Hermione, which kind of lives in the fandom and in, like, the real fans. But it's hard to kind of continuously argue the point that, like, no, Hermione, like, yeah, she's super bright. She's super, she breaks down and she's feeling this, like, the thing that they don't do, which will go into, like, the shipping type of part of it, is, like, she is alone, mm-hmm. For a large majority right. of this book, and oh, one of the get like one of the times in which we kind of celebrate is when Hagrid gets Ron and Harry together, and it's like beyond what's happening with me and Buckbeat, like your friend is struggling, and she's supposed to be your like friend, your best friend. Like you guys are in this together. Like this is who mm-hmm. you're going through these experiences with, and how dare you? leave her to languish like this when you can see like she was physically like not okay like busting out in tears and sleeping through class or you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. right it's like all these things like the 
even even like the way that she's portrayed in in these books and it's really and i think this is really when it starts Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's really so now that we're now that i've like seen the movie again and like we've been talking about it like prisoner of azkaban is when this like character shift in hermione starts um like the previous two kind of stick closer to her character um but like even the two things that really were indicators of her breaking down which was her walking out on trelawney and her punching malfoy in the face um, as awesome as they were to see, like, you know, actually see on screen, it was much more about her just being like, oh, I'm over it, or like, you, you know what it I was, mean? Like, it was a, much more like, I'm a badass, yeah. less, less like, I'm like, having a mental breakdown, basically. She doesn't I'm punch and I, Malfoy and then feel pride in that, because that's not the kind right. of person Hermione is, like, she's like, oh god, like, I've been pushed down to his level. You know what I mean? Like, that's her reaction. Like, she misses a class because she's still, like, hung up in yeah. that situation. Like, like it, and, and so it's, yeah, it's it, the same thing of, like, I don't care how mad I get, how anyone, like, how much someone may deserve to get punched, how much I may talk about punching someone, how much I may, you know, talk a big game. If I ever get to the point where I physically hit someone, that is so outside of my character and what I believe and how I want to handle myself, like, that I have to take that moment of, like, introspection and be like, holy shit, I just Mm -hmm. was, like, I have just completely lost myself for a minute. You know what I mean? And that's what Hermione does, and that's, I think, a, a different and more important, like, not more important, but it's an important piece of that kind of life lesson that you learn, you know what I mean? Like to not take on more than you can like handle. And like, even if you are very capable, there are limits, even if you're magical, Mm -hmm. even if you're the brightest witch of your age, there are limits to what you can take on and what you can handle. And that is a very important lesson for women to learn all women. Yep. And so to completely flip that and say, you can handle anything. You can do whatever. You can time travel for a year and take twice the workload and be twice as good and wake up and your hair looks great. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not a good lesson for anyone. Like, that is completely against the whole self-care point of the book. It's a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And it was, and it was frustrating because I think that that also kind of um, fed into, like, it's the way that they... On the one hand, that's the way that they kind of, like, elevate Hermione as to being Harry's best friend and, like, kind of push Ron into the background. And you had um, tweeted at one point. In addition to shipping Harry and Hermione yeah. instead of Harry and Ron. And so I I was complaining about this, Keep the Secrets with the Cursed Child, um, about how Harry and Hermione have many, like, way more interactions than mm-hmm. Harry and Ron. Harry and Ron have no interactions on their own, period. Um, and then I'm watching these movies and I'm like, okay, Harry and, Harry and Hermione are having much more meaningful conversations than Harry and Ron. Like, Harry and Hermione are getting shit done and Ron's in the background cracking And you had tweeted too, like, the only people, um, are the only person more slapstick in these movies than Ron is Neville. And Neville, to a Mm -hmm. certain extent, is written in a slapsticky way, um, in the books. For a while, And Ron is written in a he's witty he's like sarcastic he's not a he makes the jokes he's not a joke except for the few times when he is (laughs) which is is. except 
<laughs> couple times. Which is, but always, um, always because he has a big head or, or his ego gets in the way, right? Like, the times when he right. becomes a joke is when his ego has gotten in the way of who he actually is. Um, so, yeah, so Hermione's, like, characterization and, like, elevating her to being, like, the second, like, main character, I guess, is what also kind of pushes Ron behind. Um, and it's kind of like, well, Hermione now is, like, the one, her and Hermione, her, sorry, not her, Harry (laughs) and Hermione, um, have all of these, like, meaningful conversations, and they're the ones that, like, get things done, where I was talking about how, in my head, reading the books, Harry and Hermione going back in time to save Sirius and Buckbeak was equivalent to, in my head, was equivalent to Harry and Ron going to save Jenny in the Chamber of Secrets. And it was like, they get the equivalent, like, oh, it's cool, they do, like, Harry, they go together, and then Harry goes with Ron, and then Harry goes with Hermione, and then they go, you know. So, but in this one, it's more like, Hermione has been doing all this stuff this entire time and Harry breaks down because he hears about Sirius Black and he was their friend (laughs) and she's the one who goes that moment yo when he's in the invisibility cloak and she comes and like grabs the cloak off yo that was that was some shit like that that was so I'm trying to think of like another movie where that happened. There's so it's so it's so tropey that like there's so many movies where that it's kind of thing like happens. It's like the time when in Pride and Prejudice, Bingley's sister is talking mad shit about Elizabeth, and then um, Darcy says, "For a while now, I have considered Elizabeth Dur- or Elizabeth Bennett one of the handsomest women of my acquaintance." And you're like, "Oh shit, let's go down." I don't think that that's equivalent at all. I'm confused. Because you don't know. You just wanted to tell that story? or You don't know. No, I think it is very equivalent. It's like the moment when you're like, oh. <sighs> so confused. Oh. Okay, yes. Okay, the moment where you're like, oh, okay. I was talking about the physical part, not the, okay, not the subtext oh. part. Cool, because I'm sitting here like, this doesn't sound like the scene that I watched. <laughs> what was Robin watching? Like, it was like when you Robin knew watching? that they were going to become um, a thing, and that is like the moment when they start okay, shipping yeah. Harry and Hermione. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yes, then yeah. Um, and there's also another moment, I think it's a little bit before that, where they, they you know, they start trying to sow the seeds for Hermione and Ron, so like, Harry's up, like, trying to um, ride, or like, meet Buckbeak or whatever, and Hermione grabs Ron's hand, but it's so much more that she's afraid for Harry, and not like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's it still puts more between Harry and Hermione than Ron and Hermione. Um, she goes to like Ron super, for comfort so about strange. her true <laughs> feelings. Exactly, which is like, I don't get Mm-mm. that. And yeah, it's just, it's strange. Um, and I feel like it's because of the way that they change both of these characters, that's why the shipping happens in those ways. Um, and I think one of the things, like, and I, I, I don't remember my source, because y'all know who I am, but one of the points of Hermione was so that you could see two characters who are friends of the opposite genders who had, like, a really meaningful friendship without having to, like, elevate it to something else. And I think that these movies struggle with that, like, concept. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, he's the main character and she's, like, the second lead or whatever. So they have to... There has to be some kind of whatever, which is like, it doesn't really. What also doesn't help is that Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson have better chemistry than Daniel Radcliffe and Bonnie Wright. 
but... But also, I was thinking about this as you were saying it, that a lot of the traits that they um, infuse into Hermione are Ginny traits. That that Mm -hmm. strength, no-nonsense thing, in which case, Mm -hmm. when Bonnie Wright comes on the scene, and Ginny's like, Ginny can't be a second Hermione, right? Because they've Mm -hmm. already, like, took all of her, like... (laughs) You know what I mean? Because, like... Ginny is ride or die in a way that Hermione is not in terms of like Hermione calls Harry on his shit, but in a much more like sensitive, you know, this is actually you're just saying that, Harry, because you don't understand your feelings right now. Like you're there's a lot going on, Harry, to stop and think about like the ram. You know what I mean? Like just stop and really like understand what's going on in your heart in your head and Ginny is like like, I got six brothers we don't have time for this shit like get your head out of your ass Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like she's like much more just like direct and blunt to Harry in a way that Hermione never is but then in the movies Mm -hmm. you know it's it's Harry and Hermione with Harry being like, well, I am the chosen one, and she, you know what I mean. It's like and Hermione's like, nah, son, get- right? <laughs> like if you don't shut the hell up, like that's a Ginny thing. Because Ginny mm-hmm. and the thing that also like matters in that is that when Ginny was younger, <laughs> writing love notes to Harry, she was very mm-hmm. like, ooh, you are the chosen one, blah blah blah. And as she grows up and he's around more. And it, gets to actually know Yeah, she's person. like, you're just as dumb as Ron. <laughs> like, i not, mm-hmm. in fact, like, yeah, you're cute and blah, 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 and you're sweet. And, and I, I still yeah, love you and but, everything, but, like, I still, every once in a while, write Mrs. Jenny Potter in the back of my, on the back of my parchment. But <laughs> exactly. And I'm gonna let you um, know that. Yeah, so it's just, yeah, exactly. Um, the other thing that I want to um, say real quick about the, um, shipping of Harry and Hermione in the movie is I feel like as someone who grew up with a lot of guy friends and still does have a lot of guy friends it's very it goes it also plays in on that men and women can't have meaningful friendships without some sort of sexual subtext do you know what I mean mm-hmm. um yeah. if you're good yeah, if that's you're what I was mentioning before they yeah just can't they just can't be friends there has mm-hmm. to be some sort of like longing or you know whatever um which is like you know what i'm really glad um now that i think about it that they didn't like they did that small thing in goblet of fire where rita skeeter's um in the movie where rita skeeter's like oh are they together or whatever but it was like really it was like a small part of the movie i'm really glad they didn't like elongate that like the way that it shows up in the book, um, because in the, in the book it makes it's like nah, they're tripping. Like you already know that that's not the case. Versus in the movies, you be like, yeah. are they? What's going on? Like they would have, yeah. Fucked that up, I think so. too the Rita Skeeter um, insistence on that in the book very clearly is to fuck with Ron's confidence. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the only person... Well, I think that, but then I think it's also... I think it's that, but I think it's also to show that... that you can't... Yeah. That is not always you can't the believe. case. Like, that is, like, the moment where it's like, yeah. no. 
that just because they're friends doesn't mean that they're necessarily And also, like, you can't always believe what you read or that people just write stuff to be scandalous and that's not the case. Like, there's no basis Mm -hmm. for that. But I think, like you said, in in the movie, that wouldn't have worked because you would be like, oh, well... Um, exactly. Okay, so let's move on to... Um, really, really quickly, I feel like we should just acknowledge um, this weird little exchange between Harry and Remus, where it sounds like Remus low-key held a torch for Lily, slash they dated before, or like had some stuff Okay, I on. didn't, and um, I was a little bit behind you, so when you were tweeting, I was like, getting there, like, um... Mm-hmm. So I need you to, like, pinpoint if you can remember what was said, because I didn't take that. I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. It was, I think it was a delivery. Um, I think part of it, one, is that um, we talked about, like, in the equivalent, it wasn't, you know, obviously it wasn't exactly the same as in the books, but in that equivalent, like, scene um, in the books, that, that scene served as... Um, like, served as a way to, like, both bring Remus and uh, Harry together, but also to, like, show that Remus has, like, some, you know, like, some undercurrent, like, he has this guilt and, like, um, a backstory that kind of, like, mm-hmm. weighs on him. Um, and so that, in like, the way that he handles Harry is very, I mean, I guess strategic in some kind of ways, where it's, like, he's, he wants to, like, make sure Harry's cool, but he also wants to keep, like, a distance between them. Whereas, like, in the, in the movies, it's like, oh, fuck it, I'm Uncle Mooney, I know your parents, I know your grandparents, we done been friends since birth, like, you know what I mean, like, all this stuff, so it's immediately, um, so that part was kind of weird, but the part that I'm talking about is when he says, you have your mother's eyes, and Harry looks at him, and he's like, or no, Harry's like, you knew her, and he's like, oh yes, I knew her, it's more like the delivery of it than the line itself, and it's like, oh, it's, it's weird. I also think it's strange that he would mention Lily before James, just because of the, um, just because of the way that their friendship worked, and not to say that Remus and yeah. Lily weren't friends, um, but it's very clear that the Marauders were like the big that's where like, yeah thing in Remus's life. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's more the delivery of it that was kind of like it was strange. I'm sure it wasn't like actually their shipping. Because I read it like, as, and I still kind of read it as like this admiration for Lily um, because she was able to get James together in a way that Remus wasn't. I just thought of another thing. Another line is when he says, she was there for me in a way that no one else was, which is not true. And it's strange because it's not true. Yes. And I just thought about this part. That was, that was the part after it where it's like, okay, but what did she do? And that line has always been strange to me. Especially because like, Um, she didn't turn herself into no anime guy. I was like, she wasn't your yeah. best friend, though. Like, oh, y'all cool. hung out since when? I'm like, was it? She right? turned to an anime guy to keep you company. It's she like, didn't really come like, around for what, them until six year. Right, and they were probably homies. Yeah, they're like cool, like of the four. Uh, were like, they like they were together like, or something the, like that? Maybe, but like, I think so. Um, you know, she probably fed his um, intellectual side. Right, yeah. they're probably nice to him, but, like, she was there for me in a way, really? But she was there more than your mm. homies were there to, like, literally change themselves? Come on now, Rebus. Sure. Come on, bro. That, is, that sounds ungrateful. <laughs> or suspicious. Like, one that or the other. Suspicious. What's really going on in the Gryffindor common room in the 1970s is the question that I have. Ooh. 
Um, that is a big bro code violation. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, damn. it was the 70s, though, uh, anything. I don't know if that's actually true in the UK, but... <laughs> um, in terms of characterizations, I feel like we should also just mention Snape real quick. Do we have to? Because he is like... I think so. I mean, okay. Let's go over um, it. <laughs> yeah, no, he was, like, way more reasonable, which, like, we've already talked about this, but I think in this particular book, there are moments where he's rude and, like, he uses, like, they, they put, like, things that he said in the books in it, but it's, like, much, much more tame and, like, obviously it's Alan Rickman, so he's awesome. Um, I mean, part of me just feels but then, like, like you don't the writers of the 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 screenwriters couldn't as adults maybe or I don't know what I'm trying to say I feel like they it's like they couldn't really capture or how they couldn't really admit it to themselves it, it like they couldn't let a, an adult treat children that way without having some sort of righteousness behind it maybe because I'm like every time Harry gets in trouble from Snape oh yeah it's justified like. Harry, you're wandering around the ha- the castle at night. But even I would doing? say, even in um, the books, it is justified. But Snape takes it to a whole nother level of like, right? Because we talked about like, and he also um, doesn't have proof. And not only that, but like, whereas like this one, I see you after hours in the hallway. Whereas like the other one, he heard from Malfoy, but like Malfoy could have been lying, and yeah. he was gonna take it. But even anyway, when like. But, it's a, yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm going to have to just go back to, like, um, Chamber of Secrets, because I can't think of, like, a big moment, because there were so many little moments in this book, and I just, I'm still stuck on end of book Snape. But even in, like, Chamber of Secrets, y'all stole a flying car. You need to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that Snape then starts going in on you're just like your father i'm sure you did it for some like and it's like no man how are you gonna like they did mm-hmm. something wrong you're gonna be yeah. expelled obviously ha, they ha. did it because they like, wanted fame and they and go like co- coming on the hogwarts express is too good for or is isn't good enough for the great harry potter and it's like like that's something that's some your shit like you brought that exactly here? that's not it's like based on anything you know but... what i mean I just like I'm telling you, the, I couldn't get in the I, I couldn't get, get on the get platform, on the and like yeah, I did something wrong, but yeah. like he always inserts um, what he thinks Harry or who he thinks Harry is, despite all of the evidence to the contrary. Right, and he does this in that scene where he's like, where where yeah. Harry is looking for Peter Pettigrew, but Harry is actually acting. Yeah, arrogant, Harry. So Harry comes like, back at him I mean, with some like wrong. super. Because literally, Snape is like, "The fuck are you doing outside?" He's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, it's weird. And then I also think like going back to that scene where Neville tells Remus that Snape is. Um, his biggest fear. It doesn't hit yeah. hard. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it immediately, like, this class is like, it's a fun class versus like, hey, you know, they're facing their biggest fears and this boy happens to be a professor. And we don't, that's like the, and that's actually the first mm-hmm. time we see Snape, like, as, like, this, as Boggart Snape. So it's like, it doesn't, 
like, obviously, if you've seen the movies or whatever, and you know he's, like, the mean one, it kind there's kind of context. And we've never really. had, we've never there's had like, potions scenes where it's not Snape versus Harry in the movie, so, mm-hmm. or he, like, you know, he hits Harry and Ron because they're talking or, you know, whatever, but there are numerous scenes in the books of Snape versus I don't want to even say Snape versus Neville because Neville's not holding his up. It's just Snape beating up on Neville, being rude Mm -hmm. to the Gryffindors as a whole. Even in the turn to page 394 scene, we get this like moment where he is like, do you have to be an insufferable know-it-all to Hermione, which is rude and uncalled for, but we juxtapose that with Draco's over here howling and doing whatever. And yet you take points away from Gryffindor and we don't also get the like clap back from the rest of the Gryffindors. No. And that's, so that's the thing too, is like we get, they, they treat Snape more like just a strict teacher who like happens to have bias towards the Slytherins versus (laughs) like an abusive person. And like, who has his own issues that he needs to work out before he is allowed around children. That ain't the truth. Um, the scene where he calls Hermione an insufferable know-it-all, um, everyone's quiet, and Ron is like, "She's got, he's got a point, you know? Where? In what situation, what universe is this in where Ron does not stand up for Hermione after being called out in, like, a completely unprofessional and, like, disrespectful way by a teacher? But, like, that, it made again, no sense. It wasn't funny. I don't understand. Like, again. It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense, especially, it, especially because it's, like, indirect... Um, opposition from what was said in the book. Like, Ron went off on Snape in the book and then got, like, yep. detention for that shit, right? Also, Ron... So, I don't... Clap back so fast, and then everyone was like, ooh, you might have... Exactly. You might have <laughs> taken... Yeah. You might have taken that back. And, he, and what he said was... It hella, was no, what it he was said to- was hella reasonable. Wasn't he like, why would you ask a question if you don't want to know the answer? She knows the answer. So, I... And this she is also after, like, Snape poking at her. This isn't the, like, or whatever. But the other part of that, mm-hmm. like, which just hit me, is um, keep the secrets, Ron. Well, it's not mine. That's up with, that's them. That's, that's, that's them and them. Harry's like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go return the crystal ball. I'm not going back up there. What? Ron, who the fuck are yeah. you? What have you done with Ron Weasley? With the real Ron, Ron Weasley? you're an imposter. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I, you are an imposter. Someone check the potion stores. Yo, who, who took, I'm saying, who took Ron's hair in his sleep and put that in the apologies potion? Everybody, I want you to check. check. Go check Snape. Snape, you got any I want listen? you to check all the trunks, like, make sure there's not no hidden compartments, and Ronald Billius Weasley is right? just sitting down there stuck <laughs> somewhere because that's not him. That's not my man's. I don't understand. Also, though, that part is interesting because um, it goes to how much they're speeding up these the story because that happens during Harry's finals, so Ron wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you wouldn't right. need this excuse for Harry to go back up there to get the um mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but instead it happens right after knocked that. Off. That was the yeah. crystal ball that Hermione knocked off the table when she went yeah. to... Yeah, so he needs, an ex- like, he needs a reason to go back um, to face Trelawney so she, he can get that prediction. Um, but... Sirius in the crystal ball talking about Harry I didn't see Potter. that. I think I black Why? out. Really? It's right before Trelawney comes up and gives and says the um, prophecy. So he goes up and then he sees a crystal ball and then Sirius's face is in there and he's like whispering Harry Potter like he's Voldemort or some shit. And then, then Y'all, uh, Trelawney. I swear like, to God, my brain is like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I have no recollection yeah, of that whatsoever. That That's hilarious. Oh, wow. Um, okay, um, can we. I think I think another thing um, that I, I'm just thinking about is that we get a lot of um, I think it was Remus and I think it was Sirius too. We get like a Dumbledoreification of like all the uh, like adults who mm-hmm. were like reasonable. You know what I mean? Like once Sirius calms down, then he starts like starts just spouting wisdoms. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is strange. And, like, Remus has been doing it the whole book, and that's, like, you know what I mean? So it's we less get, so that, but, like, we don't get... I feel like Sirius says a Dumbledore line, and I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly. I feel like it was towards the end. Um, and we don't get that, like, connection between... We don't get that situation where Dumbledore should have told Harry about yeah. the prophecy. Uh, um, I think because um, they just don't talk. the other thing that someone... Although, oh. kudos to Dumbledore. Sorry, kudos to Dumbledore for that A one A plus. Stalling. Look at the like, sky. That was, that was lit. This is called. That was just look at these strawberry patches that Armando Dippet had planted in his when he was headmaster. Like that shit was like so good. Inspired, bravo. I want to go. Well, I want to come back to the characterizations, but I think I want to get this out of the way. Also, I've been looking forward to this for a very long time. It's like I catching smoke with your bare hands. Let's talk Fuck about that him. kid. Why? He's the worst. Why is he the worst? Why is he there? Okay, but literally there are two lines that he has and neither... Well, well the first one is like, relative, like they should explain what the Grim is, but anyone else could have done that shit. The second one... Why was he in that scene? It was a dumb line. There was no reason for him to say it. He doesn't. The other thing is, is he he's a Gryffindor (laughs) in this one, right? There. Um. So. Mm -hmm. I think how they're only how four Gryffindor boys or no five, and they all stay in the same dorm. And. Mm -hmm. And this one might just be showing up. Who is you? Do you catch smoke? Is that a thing that you can do? And so when you saw Sirius, you were like, oh, shit, I can't catch him, but I can catch smoke with my bare hands. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's oh, a, I hate him so much. I, like, really I have an irrational hate for him. I love it. He's terrible. This is the closest that you get to me, He's to my worst. feelings, ever, if I mention Bim. This, how you feel about Bim is how I, I feel know, about almost everything else <laughs> in the world. Yeah. And I don't fuck with this kid. Like, I don't understand. He could have got a job acting anything else. He could have been there and just not said a damn word and nobody would have noticed. It would have been like, oh, cool, a little bit more diversity. Look, My other thing, though, is, like, um, the but, line where he no. explains what the Grim is could have easily gone to... Pavardi. Lavender. Like... Pavardi. Oh, and this is when Lavender's still black. 
Um, but I think mm-hmm. it could have gone that to Seamus. It could have gone to anyone that we still need to have a connection to. Like, that they play a role in the story. Mm-hmm. The other part about that is further along, like, Dean is very much just not used to his full capacity in these movies. I mean, he's not used to his full capacity in the books, but we understand why. Because um, Joe told us kind of mm-hmm. what happened. Kind of. Even though, like, you know, I understand that things have to be edited and whatever, but I would have read the fuck out of extra pages and chapters of the story. I would have gone for that. Same. Um, same, same. So same. I just wanted to get that out. Um, yeah, I, just, I, I don't just, know why I'm saying, but yeah, Bim is the worst. He else. can go somewhere. He, he can transfer to and Anywhere. I don't, anywhere. He'll, he shows he's up no again. He's no longer allowed in Hogwarts. Fucking, fucking, fucking. No. He shows fucking. up again. He switches houses. I don't think I've ever seen... What, when does he show up again? He switches People houses. Say that, but I don't think I've actually seen him. I think it's Order of the Phoenix. I didn't see him. <laughs> oh, that's another reason why I hate that movie. Um, I think Wonderful. he's like a Ravenclaw that or a Hufflepuff movie. then. Just add that to my list. Too. It's just like... Why is he in our houses? <laughs> He's not allowed. What? <laughs> no. Guys, movie. I am so scared for when we get to Order of the Phoenix. I'm terrified. Yo. I'm so scared. I'm excited, actually. I I love shitting on that really movie. I really like that movie. That movie is so it's just so, you're gonna I, you're gonna be on my side once we take <laughs> that eight months to read the books and then you're gonna be watching that movie like what the fuck and I'll be like that's what I said but I am on your beginning I am on <laughs> your side like, in you. that but then what happens is what ha- happens is they go to the ministry and Dumbledore comes and Voldemort comes and my brain goes oh no, shit it's all like, okay is, I'll forgive you I forgive you for everything. No, Let's no, do it again. No. no. Rewind it. You know what? Because I was already, I had been seething. How long is that movie? Like two and a half hours? I had been seething for like two hours. And then that scene happened. And I was like, oh, this is lit. This is tight. And then it continued. And then it went back to being just irritating. So for the last fifth, like, what was that? That scene was only like three minutes long. So the rest of the movie, I'm just like, I'm seething. And then I get out, and my grandmother's like, "Oh, was it good?" I was like, "Nah, I'm about but to listen, go to the Phoenix right now because I, I mean, this, this shit isn't out the book. <laughs> just flushed out. I need a detox. We're not there from yet. But I will say, Voldemort shoots glass at Dumbledore, and bitch makes it rain sand. And I was like, "But that's what the glass is. Glass is sand. When you break it down to its elements, yes, <laughs> that's true." That movie is still garbage. Who you mean that movie is hot, hot fire? fire? I agree. Hot fire. No. no. And Umbridge is like that's not actually so terrible. I um, I don't appreciate you putting you words in my that's mouth. That's what I heard. Anyway, so let's go back to the characterization. No, it's not what I said. Because Earl, we got so long. We literally have like a year. <laughs> Over a year. <laughs> like yeah, a year and a half like, before we, we have, have to. Deal with that movie. We, before we have to watch the movie, yeah. I'm scared. 
Mm, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we talked about most of them. Oh, the other one, the scene that we, I want to talk Dude, about. Dude, I think, I think the characterization of um, Sirius is both kind to him and annoying to me because the things that I love most about Sirius are his impulse control issues. And so we do get the, like, Y'all. Only one will die tonight. Yes. Um, and we I also get like reading. the fat lady being like, it's a serious black, but we don't get like him standing over Ron with a knife. Um mm-hmm. we do get We get him dragging him under the tree. Which at that point I feel like Ron has to have a conversation <laughs> with Sirius, like, you got a grudge against me. We gotta we, walk, we, we gotta talk this out. Sit down. I feel like we need to heal <laughs> from this scabbard like, situation. I did <laughs> listen. I didn't we know been through a lot. he was a rat, homie. Like, leave me alone. Like, can you just stop? Yeah. I'm sorry. Can we acknowledge? Can we? <laughs> can we just get it I out in the open? We put it out in the, in the, just in the air. <laughs> gonna, clear it out. And then we could be cool. We could have a but mediator like in here if we need someone. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, like. Yeah. Like you said, though, you, it goes really, really fast. And he, we get, only one shall die tonight. I did my waiting! And he says something about... And then he and just then grabs the like, rat. Right. And he's <laughs> like, and then you're like... Okay, then. And then he, like, as soon as Peter Pettigrew becomes Peter Pettigrew, you, like... He's totally reasonable. There's no actual story. So you don't really learn about how James was like, you know that Sirius and James were best friends, but you don't really know how they all came together. They were all animagus. They helped Remus because he was a werewolf and all this stuff. It's just like, ah! And then Snape shows up, but he doesn't have an invisibility cloak. He doesn't have the map. He doesn't mention Remus not taking his potion. And then... It was like, how did you know they were there? Sorry, Sirius and Harry have this heart-to-heart, not while they're walking, but once they're already out, bitch, if you don't get your ass to the castle... Get the To the castle? Why are you just waiting here? You don't have time for this. That made absolutely, like, oh, we're just going to take a break. Why? You ain't got time to take no break. Like, y'all have magic float Ron's broken ass leg on over to the castle. Let's go. Right. And let's get the fuck on. Like, But I did think that, um, like, the dragging Snape, or when Snape shows up, Snape, or, nah, Sirius has some really great digs Mm -hmm. on Snape. Yeah. Those are classics. At Snape? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Why don't you go play with your chemistry set? <laughs> oh. He is so dis... Like, the look on Gary Oldman. Like, Gary Oldman be acting his fucking ass off. Listen. This is a master class. <laughs> Snape shows up at the door, and Gary Oldman's face has this look of disgust that I so... I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. That is me. That is how I feel every time this motherfucker shows up in my world as well. And yeah, I do it to myself because I open these books and I read them and I know he's in there. But still, I'm offended (laughs) and I am disgusted every time you show up. And Gary Oldman's face said all of those things. And that one look, he was just like, this, this one. Oh, this, this one. This, Yeah. This motherfucker. Um, but even then, it was like Snape doesn't. And it's just Harry that Harry. knocks him out, and not Harry, all three of them. 
Right. So not Ron and Hermione, they just sitting there, hey, you attacked a teacher. Shut and the fuck up, Hermione. You were supposed Snape to Snape is supposed to be it. so, like, just unhinged. Like, confused. I don't know what to do. And then Snape just, like, goes off the like, fuck Like, Snape off. is He's so like, well, unhinged at that moment know. that all three of them think separately. He can't he can't be in charge. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like between nope, exactly. notorious mass murderer and, then, and this dude who's we a also, werewolf, this guy definitely can't be in charge. He has lost it. Mm-hmm. No. But you don't get that in the movies. And then we get, and this is just going into the characterization of Snape. Like, then we Ugh. get later when um, Remus turns into a werewolf. Um, can we have number one, Hermione, why are you stepping towards him? He is not like, He's not Professor Lupin anymore. You know that. You're her Because she doesn't Jean know Granger. that he hasn't taken his potion. You don't come potion. over like, Professor. Because they don't talk about that shit. Well, no, no, no. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> Rem- uh, Sirius shouts it. As soon as Remus sees the uh, moon, um, Hermione goes, Harry! And then her- Sirius turns around and is like, Did you take your potion? This is where you live! Like, this hot! This hot is where you truly live. That is a wonderful line, but then Siri, and then but then Hermione is like about to get bit, pretty much, and then Snape comes out trying to do like Snape does not try to save the, whole fucking the trio. Child. He's not, and he doesn't like like parentally like shield them. Fuck you! No, exactly. he doesn't. Like, he would have. He would have let Harry's ass um, get the kiss if he wasn't knocked out. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. He came to when mm-hmm. the Patronus had already dealt with them motherfuckers. And he cleaned up the mess. I can't with that. Yep. And, 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 he, and he doesn't, he, they, they just don't show, like, when, when they, like, do all the things and Sirius is set free they walk in and they just start laughing at Ron, but you don't also get Snape and Fudge mm-hmm. like or bursting Madame in Pomfrey. and even our Madame Pomfrey and you don't like, and even Fudge is like, yo, homie is not okay. Mm-hmm. We also, right? Cause like that is apparently someone let us snip that Remus uh, is a werewolf. Oh. Who the fuck was that? They don't even mention the actual person. Mm-hmm. Like this is literally, this is a conspiracy y'all. It is. Because, like, the fact that they're This is like, why we got that motherfucking like, Snape stand. No, Snape fucking, like, outed you because she was pissed that your homie got away. Like, that is a we much had nothing to, thing. Like, outed you. Like. This is how. This is. This is it. Every motherfucker who loves Snape, I'm just gonna be like, when's the last time you read them goddamn books? Mm-hmm. Don't come at me with no movie Snape bullshit. Mm-hmm. I love Alan Rickman too. But who he played. Is not the same person at all. It's not the he same person. Not written the same way. Someone like we talked about getting like Ron's hair and putting in some apologies potion. Same thing, mm-hmm. but they just made Snape reasonable. Fuck this! It's a conspiracy. Yeah. I'm with you. It's a conspiracy. They just trying to make us love Snape ass motherfuckers, and I'm not about that life. I'm not about that life. I spent my entire life trying to stay away from Snape ass motherfuckers. And y'all are like, oh, he's not that bad. He just really he's loves like, this one you. girl. No. Fuck you. No. Man is a goddamn menace. The worst. He is. Yeah. 
Um, if we want to talk- wouldn't be surprised if he was grabbing he was grabbing Lily by the pussy. That's all I'm saying. Sorry. Oh. oh. Okay then. That was <laughs> sorry. That was extreme. It was. I feel like we can end on Snape being the worst. Um, and go to <laughs> who is actually the worst because we're a little over an hour, or like we're like okay. an hour and a half. So let's let's do this math, y'all. Spreadsheets. Spreadsheets. Oh yeah. Um. Wait, wait, wait. Do we want to say who we think went and lost the movie? This is just like a separate. Yeah, and it doesn't get counted for anything. No. Sure. Yeah. Um. Who won? I don't know. Everybody was really irritating to me. Remus, I guess. Um, no, Dumbledore. 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 He said bye to them two. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> toodles. He basically like, said toodles. Did what? <laughs> did what? Good night. I'm going to bed. I don't know about y'all. Huh? He was like, Fudge was like, oh, you need to write your name only. It's a very long it's name. It's a very long name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at those hills. Fudge is like, what am I looking at? The strawberry patches. Like, you know, you can't see those strawberry patches. You're just making shit up. Uh, I don't know about you, Hagrid, but I would like a cup of tea or some brand, a large cup of brandy. <laughs> Oh. I don't know. I'm feeling parched. Yeah. I'm feeling parched. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Dumbledore. I am benching no, whoever. Me. Same? Same. Okay. No, 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 no. Serious. Okay. This heart is where you live. Yeah. This heart. Yeah. He had some. He said he something some else in there pretty... that is also like really beautiful. Yeah. Um, and lot. then also only one will die tonight is just like the best line. <laughs> it's like how it's going to be my new is thing. Is there a gif of that? No, I couldn't find it. How was, I, how I'm did, gonna have to make one. I'm like, how did no one make that a one. gift? I don't only know. One will but die tonight. <laughs> that is gonna be my new thing. People are gonna be like, "How's your weekend?" Only one will die tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's just, not what I asked. Ooh. But thank ooh. you. Mm-hmm. Would you like fries with that? Only one will die tonight. <laughs> like, wait a second. <laughs> Hold up, fam. Uh, um, <laughs> who is this one you speak of? <laughs> um, Benched? Whoever wrote screenwriter. Screenwriter. And who and who all of the people involved in this Snape conspiracy to make him seem reasonable and likable. And, and Bim. And Bim. And Bim. <laughs> there was no reason Bim for him. Bim sounds like a it sounds like a gross. <laughs> you there was Bim. no reason for him. I don't understand um, why they thought that he was necessary. Um or why, yeah, I just, I don't get it. It doesn't make um, sense. He is probably the nephew or son of someone important in the studio. Who gives a fuck? He can't act. My son really loves Harry Potter. Can we get him a line? No, no. Okay, it's like catching no. smoke with your bare hands. There you go. Mm-mm. I don't know. Um, what has Bim done? I should check out IMDb and see if he's done anything since. But... Um, yeah, I'm benching whoever wrote the screenplay and is in this conspira- the Snape Conspirators. Mm-hmm. Now let's get to the spreadsheet. Okay, so. Sorry, kind of. We're going to start typing real hard. So yeah, so for Prisoner of Azkaban, it's pretty obvious who won. <laughs> Remus won by a landslide. He got 61 Wait, votes, which is 
the that's most all. that we've I mean um, it's the most that we've ever gotten but it's also you know obviously we've upped our mm-hmm. listeners since we started so that's and we and we've you said and what? we also threatened them so. that too we threatened y'all so shout out to coming you know shout out correct. to blackmail it, it works we had a problem blackmail solved it I think my spreadsheet solved too as like a mm. a positive Good cop, bad cop type thing. Um, Anyway, (laughs) back to the actual spreadsheet. So I think a part of it is like, you know, we have more listeners, more people voting. But also, Remus just clearly won this shit, basically. Second place was Hermione at 34 votes, which is like, that's how big of the gap between Remus and like everyone else, pretty much. Yeah, so it was pretty interesting. Like, Harry and Sirius were up there. Everyone else was in single digits. Like, they were pretty much the main ones who got MVPs benched so marge comes in with 10 shout out to uh cindy for adding that that one in the at the end and then she was like just in case yeah she's, she's like, like but she basically was like add. i'm not gonna get to the i'm not gonna get to that chapter in time but i feel very confident in benching marge <laughs> and we were like yeah valid i mean she ain't never gonna get better, we, so just, right. <laughs> we can't say she didn't deserve it, right? I mean, I think Marge was even mentioned in the last chapter too, so you know, there, yeah, you, yeah. there you go, there you go. But the ultimate loser is uh, Peter Pettigrew uh, with forty-two points. Ooh, does he get the pesticide? He did. He got the pesticide. He is officially off the team. Period. Point blank. He can't come back. Well, he's coming back. Well, he's coming back. Gosh. Ugh, can you get kicked off the team more than once? Because I just what? feel like... I wonder if you can get kicked off the team more than once. Because <laughs> I feel like, if anyone, Peter has a shot at this. Unfortunately, no. You can't say he's not ambitious. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he got 42 points. Second place was... Hold on, let me double check. Yep, Severus Snape at 37 because at the end of this chapter, at the end of this book, he just decided, you know what? I think I'm going to try for once in my life, you know? And then... He's like, Robin kept talking about building seats, and it seems lovely. I might I might want to do that. Yeah, you might you might need to. Um, Draco can also have some of those. He got 22 points. Fudge got 20, which I was actually kind of surprised about, because, like, he's... He's in it, but he's not in it as much. And I think what I did, though, is I did add, like, the wizard justice system. I added, like, those votes to the wizard justice system, but also to him. Kind of like when mm. we went to Slytherins, I add them to, like, the specific ones that we have already, like, have on the list. So I think that contributed to it, but I also think that he was just fucking up, as usual. Also, honorary, or not honorary, but um, of note is Ron, who was at 19 <laughs> benches. And he, it's kind of funny, because, though, he got, he won the last book... Um, but this time he only got MVP five times. So he like just decided he wasn't, he wasn't going to try anymore. And he just, he did just... a little slide down. He was like, you know what? I'm going to try with, what does the other side feel like? Maybe I'll, I'll try that out. And then if I don't like it, then I'll go back to winning or something. Can we just take a second though? Sorry. Yeah. I had to look up Bim because I just try to figure out to where he came from. It's fine. Someone on the Harry Potter wiki, y'all are doing too much. He does not exist. Bim was a Nigerian wizard who attended Hogwarts Witch Captain Wizardry from 91 to 98. He was sorted into Gryffindor and is in Harry Potter's year. However, he does not dorm with Harry and his friends because he doesn't exist. Is Bim a ghost? 
pure blood or half blood. Is Vim Peeves. <laughs> Vim is Peeves. He just turns up and just says Vim and other students shit. learn that Sirius Black has been excited. Third year. Vim chose care of magical creatures and divination as electives in his third year. No, he didn't because he doesn't exist. No, he doesn't. He's a black boy with dark eyes and round face. Etymology. The name Bim means peace in the language of Tiv of Nigeria and Cameroon and also good in Portuguese. He doesn't exist! Yo. Y'all be doing too much. I'm sorry. Like Like the character Nigel Wolpert, Bim is not mentioned in the books but is credited in the film. I hope y'all actually read the books. I'm just hoping that you did all this work because you love Harry Potter as a whole and not because... The character is listed in the credits of Prisoner of Azkaban as simply Boy One. However, on the Prisoner of Azkaban DVD... The closed captions identify the character as Bim during the divination class. Bim cannot be considered canon, as the books identify in several places that there are only five boys in Harry's year. I don't understand why people. <laughs> Y'all are doing so much. Legitimize this person. I don't get it. It hurts my heart. I feel like y'all should take. We talked about in the last episode some introspection. Look at your life. <laughs> Look at your life. Think about why you thought it was important to include Bim in your research for anything, ever. His name is Um, Eco Cordy. And he is best known for Harry Potter and Prisoner of Azkaban. (laughs) Boy one. That's unfortunate for his life. I hope he's doing other things that are really great for him, and I hope he's succeeding. He's actually Um, in the National Theater's production of As You Like It as the fourth Lord William. So he's on the stage now. Good for him. Good for him. Good for Ben. You know. But I can't believe y'all put him in the wiki. That That is so rude. That's a lot. (laughs) Let's go back to fun things. Um, (laughs) Like, let's shout out our honorary bench, Davey Gudgeon. Um, Davey, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> you lost, homie. Congratulations. You lost. And why couldn't Davy Gudgeon make an appearance in the I mean, I guess he's like fifty now or whatever. But <laughs> right. if he's still alive. <laughs> of all the people though, like Davy would probably be the one. Um yeah, I just I don't understand these. I wonder about Davy. What's he doing now? Right. Was he in the Order of the Phoenix? I don't know. Maybe. Like, not Did the he movie, survive the, the war? Order. Yeah. Like the first one. The first, yeah. Um, if anything, I think he would be like working in the ministry and like the ma- the magical catastrophe squad because it seems like right up to Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then let's just do, I'm going to do a couple updates for like the whole series and then we'll get into some like predictions and all that kind of stuff. But um, so because Remus like just came through with 61 points and no one's ever gotten 61 points um as of right now he's winning the series but harry and hermione are at a closer second because they obviously have been around for three more books so they're tied at 49 and um um, in goblet of fire remus is not he doesn't show up. Show as up, far as I know. and we have a lot of chapters. So that's what I'm saying. Like I don't expect him to continue to win. It's just at the end of this one, he's winning. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't show up for this one. He briefly, he's like around in Order of the Phoenix. He's around in Half Blood Prince. Like he's, and it's only like really specific points in like certain chapters. So, and I don't even know if some of those chapters, if he's in it enough to even be considered to be like MVP. If he doesn't, I can't remember specifically, but. 
Yeah. So Harry and Hermione right now are tied at 49. Ron is at 26. And that's mostly just because he was slipping in this book. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Ron is such a complex character that he gets, it's like two steps forward, two steps back with this kid. And as many times as he gets made MVP, he gets bitch. And I don't see that changing. I don't really see it changing either. Um, Especially coming up in this next book. Right. He's at 23 benches. So that's like pretty even. (laughs) Right? Like, it's just, I feel like, and that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's not necessarily, like, he's really, he's like in the middle. You know what I mean? Um, he is not in the middle. Yeah, in the really middle is to not get any. It's just to be in the chapter. That's he true. is just swinging from pole to pole. <laughs> like find a happy middle, Ron. Though. Just exist. Just chill. You don't have to win, but you don't gotta sit down. Like <laughs> just chill. He's, he's not a consistent player. It's like <laughs> one one game he came in clutch, and the next one he's just like he can't hit nothing. He's mm. he's letting everything go through. Balls. He's striking why, out. You're, why are you doing? You're doing softball, and I was doing Quidditch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he's a keeper. He's a keeper. There's no ground balls in Quidditch. Well, it's all in the this air. This is actually this is actually um, pretty indicative of his um, Quidditch, Quidditch playing skills too. Yeah, yeah. When he thinks no one's watching, he comes up big. But as soon as the spotlight's on him. He's like benched. Ah, <laughs> just all. Ah, I don't know. Not, not good at it. What do I do um, with my arms? Oh, that's unfortunate Ron. for him. Sirius is at twenty five, um, which is mostly from this book, and then the one where he gets mentioned. I'm pretty sure. Let me just double check, but I'm pretty sure it's when it's, he gets yeah, mentioned he at the beginning. The, yep, because he was the first person to be made MVP of this entire <laughs> the whole thing. I think that was that's you, my man. That's Might my man. I can't remember. It was one of us, but yeah. Yeah. So, shout out to that. And he'll be in the next one, so I expect And he should, he better get MVP, y'all. <laughs> he's not going to be don't, if you don't, thing. He be dropping, he be dropping some, like, serious. Okay, but he's not really in the book that much. No, but he be, be dropping some serious it. gems, and he is, like, he is Harry's support system, and y'all better recognize him. That's okay, all I'm I saying. Like you should chill out a little All this bit. serious slander needs to end now, Portia. Um, Damn. Portia. <laughs> Alrighty. Serious slander um, and in friendship, man, I'm telling you. Okay. Wow. Um, Ben uh let me just make sure there's no more Yeah, everything else is pretty straightforward. Um benched. So what's interesting is that while mm-hmm. Peter um lost the book, and uh, we were like talking like I was talking about how like Peter um mm-hmm. He, like, edged out. So he had 42 benches and Snape had 37. However, because... However, like, Snape beat out Peter for the loser of the series so far. Yeah. Um, Because of, like, previous books and stuff, but also just, like, he got so many benches this time that Peter, as many as he got, couldn't, like, for the whole book, or for the whole series, couldn't, like, beat Snape. Which is super interesting. Math is weird. Um... Well, yeah, I so think because he was scabbers, and you were really the only one consistently benching scabbers when you just didn't have like Bayana's no, philosophy. That's not true. No, that's not true. Bayana, um, last book, from, it was no, no, like no, that's true. But I'm saying for this book, I think I only oh. uh, Peter's only been benched twice in Sorcerer's Stone. 
And that was really, that was a petty one. Um, but that was because there was really no one else to bench in that chapter, I'm pretty sure. Exactly. <laughs> it was um, petty, though. It was petty, obviously. But, I mean, for all the other ones, I feel like, weren't petty. Did you, you, bench him in, you didn't bench him in Chamber of Secrets, either? I no. feel like you've done that more than, okay. Mm-mm. Um, all um, right. It's just because he's been benched a lot in this book. That's probably why, and it's been so long. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, he earned yeah. every single one of them benching, though. He did, absolutely. And, and Snape deserves to be winning, or, I mean, losing. Um, um, again, yeah, I said Ron. He's, like, kind of even with himself. Lupin did get one bench, um, mm-hmm. and that was from Connie, I believe, because he didn't take his potion, which is valid. Valid. Uh, Draco How is at interesting 30. that the girl who is all up in our fields with tears for Remus day in and day out is the only one that benched him. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to make you cry. I'm going to make you man. ugly cry. But also, I'm going to bench him for not taking his That present. was tough love. That was what she, she was like, Remus, I love you, but we got to talk oh, about guys. the situation. You just need to sit out for a second. Timey wimey or whatever, but in about three hours, I'm going to ugly cry my face off because I'm going to watch The Deathly Hallows in IMAX. Have fun with that. Yeah. I mean, have fun actually, but also have fun with crying your face off. I am not about that life today. (laughs) I, like, I don't think that I, so the first time I went with my friend and I thought that I like held it together, but when did that movie, that movie came out a while ago and she's 2000, well, the last one came out in 2011. I think 2010 was the, was the first, or the first part. Yeah. So for six years, whenever I'm like, oh, you know, I don't feel good, or yeah, I cried, or whatever. She's like, "Did you Dobby cry?" Like she has been dragging Damn. me for six years because apparently I made quite the scene in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all didn't have to go that. Like it was, and then he was I'm like, "Sorry, like I, I and wanna, we will talk about this." I want to bury him like it. a. We'll talk about it when we get to it, but like the listen. movies did not make me sad for Dobby's death. Listen, um, because he like didn't exist until like he the movie in what the two, movies and then he did just showed up the, what the movies did yeah i can get that but Daniel Radcliffe pulled out his best Gary Oldman he did he acted he did. and his crying to that tennis ball who he he, he cried to that tennis ball and i cried with him <laughs> i'm yeah, tearing up right true. now just thinking about the fact that i'm about that's, to go See? That's true. Um, and then, okay, like, so let's. Yeah. I was going to say, let's get out of your feelings real quick. Let's get, yeah. With numbers. Um, yeah, no, so then uh, Draco is at 30. So I, you know, obviously expect him to continue that climb. I don't think he'll pass Snape, though, because Snape is just. I think, too, Snape the problem is, is that it's not a problem. It's just the truth. Like, Draco is a child with the, ca- mm-hmm. the capacity. To grow and learn. And and Snape is a grown-ass man. So you you tend to want to, you know, be like, Draco, this is a teachable moment. Snape, the fuck is wrong with you? Yep. Pretty much. You know, Um, I don't don't see that as an issue. Neither do I. I don't think, yeah. 
Um, Fudge is at 22. Yeah. He's definitely about to start that climb. He is stretching um, right now. Fudge is stretching like, let me get ready to exactly. sit down. To not do anything. <laughs> to not do a damn <laughs> To sit my ass down. Let me prepare. Uh, um, yeah, that's, yeah. So that, those are like the main ones. We have, you know, we have, a, you can check out the spreadsheet. Um, we have some that are like lower people who will probably get we have new More faces showing up that are going have, to get votes. Mm-hmm. Rita Skeeter um, comes Rita to mind. Friday Crouch she's, Jr. and yeah, Senior. Yeah, Jr. Which, we talked about this offline. I don't think we talked about it like on Twitter or anything. So, um, just so y'all know... If you ever make Moody the MVP, you're really making Barty Crouch Jr. MVP. Yeah. Um, oh, and if yeah. if you're benching him, you're making Barty Crouch Jr. You're benching it. So, like, we, because we're spoiler heavy, we know who he is. So, it, you're not voting for Moody because he's not actually in the book. Yeah. Um, Until, so, unless, yeah. So, unless you vote for him in the last chapter. Right. <laughs> you are voting for Barty <laughs> Crouch. like, I'm sorry, Albus or some shit, then, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's just a thing to keep in mind. Um, people are still but you without, should like, also the like the world isn't split between good, good people, people and death eaters. And he does some good shit. This goes. But then this goes back to manipulation. This goes back like, to Dean's. Um, maybe we'll get a vampire next year. Like the pe- people that live in like dark magic, they know how to teach that shit. Yeah. Barty Cubs <laughs> really Jr. Shoot, I mean, even Snape, like, he had an issue with with Harry, and this is post-occlumency, obviously, but, like, generally, when he got to Dark Defense and Dark Arts, he wasn't a bad teacher, as far as I can remember, and they didn't show a lot of scenes with him teaching it, but, like, really the main thing was between him and, uh, Harry. He just don't have no goddamn sense. He doesn't know how to teach Harry, and Harry doesn't know how to listen to him, and they He doesn't know how to teach anyone, Um, let's be honest. Yeah. He can teach a subject, but um, he can't teach a human how to be a human. Right. Because he doesn't know how. It's true. He doesn't have no, the range. He, doesn't. he does not have the range. Oh, yeah. Occlumency. So, oh, you know who else we're going to get next book? Charlie Weasley. <gasps> it's going down! Belchick yeah. He's been made MVP a couple times, but we all know who did that. He wasn't even in this book or the last one, but. He is forever in my heart. Yeah, that's fine. Um, anyone else we think? Fred and George, they're going to continue to to climb. Jenny, Jenny's going Jenny's to show like, up, be bigger and show her um, actual personality. Right. Hagrid <laughs> <laughs> is similar to Ron now that I'm looking. Um, but, he has 10 MVPs and 7 benches and I like pretty much I have a feeling it's going to be like that. I don't. I think that he'll start. It's going to go back and forth. I think he's going to move for move more towards having more MVPs. Um, I can't really think of. I think really the problem is you get Hagrid one more moment. Yeah, there might. Yeah, I'm not saying that he won't get benched at all, but I think the problem is you get Hagrid, a fluffy, scaly animal, Mm. and he don't know how to behave, but. Generally, um, as he gets more and more, oh yeah, there's definitely going to be one more time, and it has to do with a creature, or not a creature. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, his brother. Yeah. Um, also, we have to say goodbye to Oliver Wood. Oh. All that lack of chill. We're gonna miss you. 
Are we? I mean, the seventh grade, the seventh, the seventh boy, year. Um, <laughs> they're for your boys. boys they're like, they man, party. I am so glad we graduated. I ain't got to mess with them no more. They're like, oh, man, can you imagine oh. the seventh grade Gryffindor boy who applies to the ministry and on his first and day of work Percy? sees Percy. And he's like, I got to quit. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's I'm I gotta go. <laughs> Turn, turns his ass right back into the uh, fireplace. Like, no, you know what? It's not worth it. <laughs> I quit. I'm gonna go work in Diagon Alley or some shit. No. Mm-hmm. Whew. Yeah. Um, Oliver <laughs> is off playing Quidditch somewhere, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Puddlemere United. I mean, we'll actually see that in the next oh, book. We, yeah. we actually do see him one more time. One um, last And actually, I time. think he comes back to Hogwarts to fight... Um, so, we'll see him like two more times. Um, two last Percy. times. <laughs> okay, then. Um, Percy is, he's been low voting right now, um, but that's definitely about to change. I wonder, though, because I'm trying to remember what happens. Um, there might be one or two where it's definitely Percy, but I kind of feel like there are times when he is going to get overshadowed by who else is in the book or in the chapter with mm, him. Yeah, that's true. So there's one particular chapter that I can think of that he's going to yeah. lose. Um, but that's not until Order of the Phoenix, actually. So, yeah. Um, actually, there's a couple chapters that. This is. No, the, there's one in particular. This is just kind of the start of Percy's. Right, because he hasn't really Down been around. Fall. I mean, like, he's been around, and he's been, like, pompous, and he's had, like, some lines and some scenes, but, like, not really. Yeah. Um, so this is when we get more of his, like, characterization, um, starting in the next book, um, and then it kind of, like, Snowballs. opens, sows the seeds for what happens um, in Order of the Phoenix. Um, yeah, oh, shout out to Hotep Ernie. I think he's pretty much chilled a little bit. He's still got that Wizarding YouTube point. channel. He does. Oh, they're talking he about. Does. See, what they want you to believe is that Sirius Black just escaped, but I know for a fact that my man's is a freedom fighter and they just trying to hold him down. <laughs> Stay woke, y'all. Oh, Stay woke. Boy. Stay woke. Stay I know for a fact that Harry Potter was actually the one that killed all them folk and killed Peter Pettigrew. Yeah, he may have been one years old, but you know, he a dark wizard, y'all. Right, he got powers. He got powers. That's why Voldemort was after him in the first place. Mm-hmm. He been killing mm-hmm. folks since he was one. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to know that. Yep. Stay woke, y'all. <laughs> okay, so guesses. And we want you to guess too. Yeah. So who do you think was going to win Goblet of Fire? Um, and then who do you think is going to lose Goblet of Fire? Whew. I feel like this is, it gets trickier because it's so many more chapters. Exactly. Um, and so many more, and there's like new people and there's like. I can say that. So much more that happens, but. From. Hmm. No, I can't. It's, and it's so complicated too, because you go a long time. Oh, like I know for a fact there are like three or four chapters in which Harry is going to get benched. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think there are a lot of chapters where he might end up VP. being a VP. Yeah. 
And I think I that there are so many chapters of, of I guess I would I guess I can just go with this isn't a prediction so much as like I know from my recollection of the last time I read Goblet of Fire, in my heart, um, Hermione would be the winner of the okay. book. Or Sirius. Sirius isn't in it enough. He's not in it enough. But when he's in it, he comes in clutch. Yeah, but he's only in it for like a few chapters and like barely. Oh, there's one where he's in it that he, he gives like, like win, but he like, drops knowledge bombs. He does. And he's he like do that. his support system. Damn it. Mm-hmm. I I um, think that I have a feeling that Harry is gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um because of like everything he goes, goes through. through. You know what I mean? Like I feel like everything he goes through, it's like he's kind of there's a few where he's definitely gonna lose. And I feel like that's kind of what happens in all these mm-hmm. books where he's like he loses he, for his the way. most part, he's winning, but he definitely gets benched a couple times for like each book so far. So yeah, I feel like it's gonna be Harry. If I'm trying to think of like other characters who are in this that like kind of come to the forefront see that's the problem is is that like i think of any other i don't think of anyone like there's no one like remus who just comes through and you're like oh no he's about to yeah just take over but i think too it's like because there's so many little this book really is like there's so many little moment and it's like one moment here that comes up to be bigger later or you know but it's like these little vignettes all over the place that then Mm -hmm. gets pieced together that I can't think about, like, someone just, like, you know, like, Remus, who's, like, in a lot of chapters to begin with, and right. then just is consistently slaying the game. I might mm-hmm. think, no, that's Order of the Phoenix. I was going to say. Dumbledore, maybe. That's what I was thinking, but I think maybe that's Order of the Phoenix. But this kind of starts. No, Dumbledore is getting benched in Order of the Phoenix. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I was talking about yeah. benching now. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Okay, I was talking about MVP. I was like... <laughs> no, yeah, I think Dumbledore could maybe get MVP in Goblet of Fire. The, in Goblet of Fire, or at least get close. Yeah, I'm as thinking as kind of Barney remember, Crouch. It's not like he does anything that's like out of pocket in in Goblet yeah. of Fire. I'm thinking maybe Barty Crouch Senior. Oh, we get Winky guys. Winky's. Oh. oh, we do get Winky. Um, we're having that house elf bonus episode. Oh yeah, um, that's happening. But I can't for losing. Yeah, for losing, I'm going to say Barty Crouch Sr., but I'm not confident about it. Senior or Senior. Because junior? junior is okay. doing good things until he's not. True. Um, I Wait, do we? Wait a second. Losing. Wait a second. Whoa. What? You forgot about Rita. Well, yeah, Rita. Um, I just didn't. I and didn't, I didn't know that. I, don't, I was thinking those two, but I didn't think that they would be in it enough. Rita's kind of in Throughout. it a lot. Okay, well, if and I would say Rita, if then. you're like talking about um, Hermione, yeah. possibly winning. Yeah, then I would say I Rita, Rita for sure. Um, but this is my thing now. Since it's spoiler heavy, and we know, like, that Barty Crouch Senior or Junior is doing these things. That seem good, mm-hmm. but they're only mm-hmm. good so that he can get the because desired result. Can... Is that actually bad? Right. I was Is it good that, yeah. right now? But do we then? But he's doing it to manipulate yes. Neville or Dobby or. Mm-hmm. So is that actually a benching? Like you right. made Neville feel so good in the is moment. It, is it? 
but then the question is that is it is it equal right so like it may be what he did is like really great in this particular chapter and like yeah we know all the subtext but is the subtext enough to bench him compared to some other character oh Y'all, this is going to be a mindfuck. I'm so excited. Y'all. It's getting real. I'm getting, I'm getting, getting really real. excited. I, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But <laughs> the subtext always leads to the same eventuality, which is the graveyard. So the mm-hmm. subtext should always kind of outweigh, because no matter what someone else did in that chapter... What he did leads to... But we're not really binging people based off of what happens exactly. in the future. Exactly. We're talking what about... What happens in that moment. contained in the chapter. But, and, like, you know, you can use it to inform your decision, but it's not, But what like, I'm saying is, like, the thing that he does in that moment serves a plan, and that mm-hmm. plan is overall bad, right? So, mm-hmm. oh, he did X, which seems great, but he did X in service of this plan, and I can't get on board with that and know what the plan is. Not, like... Yeah. Oh, he's just trying. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's enough to bench him. It's enough to not make him MVP. Ah. You know what I mean? It's 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 yeah. It's it's a complicated Guys, thing. Which is I'm I'm excited because we I gotta like talk about this on like, Twitter. Oh, I know I can make it. Yeah. Versus like this one, it's like yo, no, this gets really complicated because in, and like there's so many new characters. With Scabbers, it's and, like he's doing all this stuff to not get caught, right? And mm-hmm. it's not the same thing as doing all this stuff in order to do this you know what I mean? like if he could just like not get caught if he could have ended the book and still be ron's rat he would have been fine you know what chapter is gonna be really hard to binge hmm. the one where harry gets uh is um caught his his leg gets caught in the um sitting in the oh. stair and he's in the invisibility cloak and there's that interaction between snape and barty crouch as moody hmm. I, I mean, I can't remember what else happens in that chapter, but that might be... Actually, is that when he goes looking for Barty Crouch? No. It's... Yeah, I think it might be when he goes looking for Barty Crouch. So it's a similar scene. I think that what they did is they took... Um, Sorry, now we're getting into other stuff, but this actually connects. So there's the scene in the movie of Prisoner of Azkaban when he sees Peter Pettigrew, yeah. and he's like, what is this? They, like, merge that scene because that's the same thing that he does when he sees Barty Crouch knocking about in... Uh, yeah, he sees it thing. in the... Um, Marla's mouth. Because he never, but then he never sees Moody, but then he's like, oh, but Moody, I hear Moody. No, because I don't think that he looks at the Marla's map when he, when he find when Moody and Snape are there, he's like, he's too oh, worried shit, about his like, leg. I can't get caught. So yeah. he's not looking at yeah, the yeah, map. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Or something. Guys, okay, I am. This, this book is real. like, it's really funny because, like, I, obviously, y'all know how I feel about Order of the Phoenix, the book. Mm-hmm. I mean, you also know about the movie, but the book. And, how, I mean, you know, how I feel about this book, but, like, Goblet of Fire is really good. It's really good. And there's, like, so many... I'm just... I'm really excited about it. I'm I really have excited. a problem, actually. So I have this, like, weird dilemma, which I'm glad we're now, like... I know we are way... We need to think about the time, but my niece... Well, yeah, we gotta wrap up soon. ...has not finished the books, but she checked out The Cursed Child from her school library, and I'm like, yo, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. That was a terrible idea. I told my I told my best friend I said this is bad parenting and she's like she just checked it out and brought it home. That's like you can't allow her to read it. What kind of librarian? Well, the librarian maybe doesn't know that she didn't finish it. I'm sorry, you gotta have a conversation. I gotta. I'm calling her today because I just found this out like late last night. Mm. But I'm like, kind of parents are y'all. See, this is why I can't move. I can't feel comfortable 
moving away and following my dreams because I know that I'm leaving this younger generation to be raised by muggles and y'all ain't got no kind of sense. She can't just read the cursed child. No. She hasn't even finished Goblet of Fire. No. That, so what, it makes, wow, that is like the ultimate spoiler. Like exactly, just, just all our feelings about the actual like aside. content of Curse Child aside, like that is a terrible idea. Wow. Okay, one more, one more um, prediction, or I guess two more before we wrap up. Who do you think will be winning the series by the end of Goblet of Fire? So who'll be in the lead? I mm-hmm. think Harry will be. Yeah, same. He's like really high up. I think that Hermione will probably be second place. Yeah. Possibly. But yeah, I think Harry too. Okay. And then who do you think will be losing? Snape, if God willing. Yeah. I don't, you know what? I, my guess is that um, Snape isn't going to lose a book, but he's going to lose the series. I will not rest. Like, I don't think, I don't, like, I think that like, I like just looking at like and even just thinking about the trajectory of these books like I think Snape is you know he's in it a lot but I think a lot of the times there's always this like large like in this one there's Rita and there's um, Barty Crouch and there's like and there's Karkaroff where and then um in the next one there's Umbridge it's like who's gonna be Umbridge nobody nobody Um, and even in Half-Blood Prince Snape isn't in it as much as you would think you know what I mean and you can't really bench him for killing Dumbledore Mm, can you like, that's a, like, so that, I mean, you can, but that's a really complicated yeah. thing. So, and Snape gets much more complicated as you go on, and then he's not in Deathly Hollows for a lot, but I think that, like, all his stuff is gonna add up to the point where at the end we're gonna be like, that's, he's the clear loser, but just book to book, he's very much, like, just, you know, a little here, a little there, but he's not winning, because there's always someone who's, like, clearly gonna win the entire Yeah. Book. But it's not him. I, so do you remember Cindy's initial reaction at Marge and just like mm-hmm. this? And then when we said Marge the vote and she was just like. <laughs> you will what, not. What we will not do. <laughs> As we get closer to the end of this series, if it like at the end of Half-Blood Prince, if Snape is not. He's not in the lead. lead I am snaping the fuck out of the vote. Like he will lose this series. <laughs> I will. I will burn shit to the ground. I that will so burn Wizard Team to the ground, scorched earth. If he does not lose this series, I am talking. Girl, I. I did my waiting. I want justice. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. We'll have a Robin, we'll have a Robin uh, spreadsheet and we'll have the real one. <laughs> we'll give it to her, but also. Um, the Pope, the prologue. Yeah. Is it the prologue, the epilogue? Epilogue. Who's winning? Mm-hmm. Who lost? Snape. Snape is dead, Robin. Snape lost. Because the poor boy's name is Severus. I don't Harry for naming his kid after Snape, to be honest. Poor boy's name is Severus. Um. Snape lost a book. That's it. Snape loses. <laughs> Write it down now. Write it down now. He's gonna lose the prince's tail. Other people are gonna be like, but he has no. such a hard life. Nah, he's a snape ass motherfucker. No. He's a fuck boy. Cause around age, um, you know what though? Maybe um, his father loses the prince's tail because I'm like, around age eight, this oh, this yeah. little man needs to be in therapy. Well, well, his father was like abusive and shit. That's what I'm saying. So. Or his mother, someone he needed to be in yeah. therapy. He was off around eight. Mm-hmm. Around the age of eight, and we could have saved him then. Yeah. But we didn't. 
or not we. I had nothing to do with but this. I wasn't even late. alive. <laughs> <laughs> not we, y'all. <laughs> I want yeah. no part of that. This is true. <laughs> oh. All right. Um. So let us know who you think is gonna win Goblet of Fire and who will lose. I think Robin, you said you're gonna do a. Uh, a pool or something? So what I was thinking about exactly doing, this work. is going to be really difficult, though, is yeah. to list out all of the characters that um, make an appearance in Goblet of Fire. And then... There's probably a list online somewhere. I don't know if we have to count Yeah, that, but then have... I don't know how we would do it. I was thinking by the number of votes or something, so... Um, it, you and I being accepted, but like say Connie's voted 20 times and Amani's voted 19 times and Connie gets first pick. So then she puts her, she gets to pick the character that she thinks will win. And then we go down the list like that. Mm-hmm. Or we do it by random draw or something. I don't know how to do that part. That part's going to be kind of complicated, but everyone picks, you just get, you get a, there's a pool of names. Is it like every week after we vote? It's like this is no, no, no. At the, before we start, so or... I have to do this this week. Okay. Before we start, or we could do it every week. I'm not sure, but I think it's easier to do it before I mean, we start. You get a name, mm-hmm. not as your name, and so if so and so wins the book, you get a prize. If you just, I think that's yeah. pretty simple. If we just have everyone, everyone guess, then if you win. But it can't be everyone guessed because people might guess the same thing, the same person. So you have to. Oh, so you can't guess the person who someone's yeah. already guessed. So you get. Okay. You get a, I don't, so that's the only thing is how do we choose who does what? So I'm thinking, ooh, ooh. So patrons get like first choice. Then oh. wizard team Facebook members. And then from there. Okay. And we do a random draw within. Yeah. Okay. We'll like write this yeah. all out. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have <laughs> rules laid out so it seems fair-ish. Um, mm-hmm. um, and you'll get to guess who will win Goblet of Fire, who will lose Goblet of Fire, um, who will be in the in the lead at the end of the book and who will be in yeah you guys can we want to hear your your actual predictions for that um right not no feelings but like yeah just oh yeah yeah yeah. we want to hear actual predictions and and then then in the pool whoever you choose in the pool is if you if that person wins the book well do you think that'll skew the votes oh because people will be we might not be able to do this voting for their person we're gonna think about it I feel like Wizard Team it. is more on the up and up than that. Because even if I didn't choose... If somebody votes for Percy to lose and he's not in the book, <laughs> I'm side-eyeing you and I'm not counting it. And I'm going to be like, tell me yeah. what you really thought. Or not chapter. Book, chapter. But yeah. I'm be like, because I'm really saying, like, even if I had Percy to lose it, Snape is always going to get benched in my book. Just because of the <laughs> principle of the thing. Call a thing a thing, guys. So yeah, we'll have to figure that out. We'll have to have some ground rules. So we just have to we just have to put out some rules. Or we like, could do it at the okay, so we could do the pool at the end. So after all the Okay. And then I just won't I'll We'll have, update well, the spreadsheet as we'll do everything as normal and then before we watch the movie, 
we'll do the pool and you pick out your name. And so whoever gets the winner gets a prize. But we'll do the pool at the end of the book. So you can't skew, oh, skew you the book. So it's less, it's not really a pool. It's more just like a, a lottery, lottery or, or a raffle. raffle. Yeah. Okay, I like that better. I like that better. It also gives us some yeah, time. to figure out how to pick names. Because that was real complicated and we got like five days. <laughs> <laughs> Three of those days, I will be at Leaky College. Okay, so we're going to do, we're going to do like a, a raffle. Um, and we'll, and we'll also have time to actually figure out what the prize will be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that better. Awesome. So let us know who you think will win Goblet of Fire, who will lose it, who will be in the lead and who will not be in the lead, who will be losing, um, by the end of the book. Um, thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Next week we will be discussing chapter one of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Oh my gosh. It starts off. So. Um, Yo. I'm about to go read that as soon as we finish right, th- right now. Um, make sure to read and follow along if you would like to. Um, and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter. You can add us at WeBlackAndNerds. Hashtag Wizard Team. Join the Facebook group. And thank you guys so much for live tweeting with us. Uh, that was really fun. The book. that was It was really fun. That was the most engagement I think we've had. And we didn't even really have some of our regulars. So we had someone show up at the end who thought we were live tweeting the chapter, which was adorable. Um, they were like, wait, what's going on? It's when you know you're not caught up on the, on the podcast. But thank you guys. It was I had so much fun that I then went out and made bad choices and got drunk. But whatever. Before that. I, before that. Sober. I was like, let's keep the party fun. going when I really should have just She said let's keep the party going like it wasn't all virtual, but okay. <laughs> It felt like we were all in the same room. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so make sure to follow us individually on Twitter. Bayana's at Yana underscore Hollows. I'm Robin underscore Ravenclaw, something that Harry is not. And check out the Black Girls Nerd Out website. That's where all this stuff lives. Yep, this is true. We will see you next week. Y'all, Goblet of Fire is about to go down. Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? No, Mother said calmly. Thank you.